Hello everybody and welcome to In My Boat, episode number 70, uh, on Monday the 15th of March 2010. In My Boat is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the ducks are called, but they're definitely an audience and they're going to keep quacking all the way through, hopefully. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, why am I on a boat? Well, it's... Um, a little breakaway for, for for us to just come on this boat and I always do these recordings at the weekends and it's a weekend and we're away so yeah that's why we're on a boat so let's dive into the comments um, okay so episode 70 though pretty cool if you hear any whirring in the background that's Sarah just preparing the um, the coffee for me so I actually have a, a glamorous assistant today so Terry said, absolutely wonderful blend. This is talking about the WBC blend, the UK, WBC blend, UKBC blend of John Gordon's. Very mixed reviews on this one, and, and, and we'll get into that. So, uh, wonderful blend. He immediately recognised the Brazilian component, made in the Kona, and then in the Aeropress. Uh, fascinated by the bananas, so that's great. Um, and Perky Peacock said, uh, this has gone down an absolute storm in the shop with my coffee club members. Normally I tell people about the crazy roaster and his big peaches, but now I have steadily moved from talking about big beans a couple of weeks ago to possibly overexcited by big green bananas. Uh, well done to John. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Gary said, uh, was interested to hear about John, was saying regards to the coffee scene in Australia. Um, and it was, I mean, that kind of whole Antipodean uh, input has been... Uh, really amazing for the whole UK industry. Look forward to tasting the blend, and it pains me to say this, if an Aussie has anything to do with it, it's going to be good coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roland Glue said, great in my mug. The blend to me is exactly what a blend should be. It takes very distinctive component coffee, which uh, which I loved, uh, and rounds it into a crowd pleaser while retaining its uniqueness. And you know what, Roland? I think you actually hit the nail on the head with this one because that's what this coffee does so well. It takes what is a very big, bold flavour and just makes it into something that's far more acceptable but still retains that interesting uh, characteristic. So, no, good stuff. Keith, uh, feel I'm missing out on this one. I get the green banana here, but it's just not that pleasant. Leaves a dry aftertaste and disappoints me. Do you know what? It's all about personal perception, personal taste. Um, and, and this coffee was always going to split people. It's like um, a Monsoon Malabar. Monsoon Malabar is another one massive for that. It's a Marmite coffee. You love it, you hate it, but you're forced to have an opinion. And that's what this blend is all about as well. Um, so don't. Uh, you know, don't worry about that at all, uh, Keith. You know that that that's fine. Um, so then we've got uh, Paul S. Great in my mug. Love, love, love the coffee. The espresso was sweet and sticky, and I agreed that I could taste uh, molasses until I realised I'd never tried them. But imagine what it tastes like in espresso. As Perky Pea Turbo Latte was full of bananas, and I do think that this coffee really comes alive with milk. It's just one of those coffees that opens up. And then Gary Adin said, firstly, my apologies for getting John. Look, I fixed that for you and you've made me correct it. Uh, in the grinding, I get Vegemite, <laughs> warm malted rye toast. Uh, after the espresso, espresso oozed more wine. Um, whatever it is, quirky, but divine. And I think that that is a very good way to, to end that one. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to whap you on pause. Uh, I'm going to go and beat Mrs. Hasbeen until she thought, makes my coffee quicker. And uh, I'll be back in just a second. 
it's not the water now have some of this right so I am back I have trusty Aeropress that travels everywhere with us been brewing for around about two and a half three minutes so this is going to be a fairly intense brew I would normally do it a little shorter but there was a boat passing so the coffee I'm going to talk about today is a little treat for the subscribers it's a cup of excellence it's a cup of excellence from Guatemala and it's called San Julian um, what do I know about this coffee? Hang on a sec. Nearly there, nearly there, nearly there. And I'm there. Right. Well, that's a full cup. So, I <coughs> um, can't remember where it came. I think it was fairly highly placed. I think it's about 8th or 9th or something like that. Have I got that on here? Let me have a quick look at my information. No, I don't have that on here. Um, it's uh, located in Palencia, which is around about 40 kilometers outside of Guatemala City. Um, so very close to Guatemala City. Very small coffee farm. Produces around about 250 bags a year, which um, you know is quite tiny. The owners are fourth generation, um, but they've built. Uh, hang on a sec. Oh, okay. So they're fourth generation wet mill. Uh, manufacturers actually come from Switzerland originally uh, came across after the First World War um, selling uh, pulping equipment uh, but then they got into growing and then like everything else I think it got under their skin and very unique way that they market their coffee 70% goes to uh, a shop called uh, Hogus Coffee which is in Guatemala City um, so drank internally which for fine coffee it's quite unusual 20% is sold as green to high-end local roasters in Guatemala as well, which again is very unusual, and just 10% exported to the USA. So it's the first time that this coffee's made it made its way to Europe, which I think is really quite funky and quite good. Um, uh, oh, the family also run a coffee shop uh, in the Congress building in Guatemala City. So. Um, you can spot a couple of congressmen lobbying whilst they drink coffee from the shop. <laughs> so, let's see what else. Okay, yeah. Let's dive into it. So, a bag there just to show off our new bags just once more. Right, so it's an AeroPress. It's quite multi. Um, and what I mean by malt is it's got this really thick, it's almost like Horlicks malty, you know, that kind of really thick, sticky, very creamy, very clean. I mean, incredibly clean. And just on the back end, on the back kick, you get a little bit of a kind of spiciness, which is not your average spiciness. It's almost like a... Oh, God, it's, it's like a, a cinnamon or a, maybe a ginger, something like that, on the back end, which makes it... Give it a lot more complexity. Will work very well as an espresso, will work very well as brewed, and will work exceedingly well as an AeroPress, considering we had no scales, um, that the water we've got isn't the greatest. Um, it's kind of worked out really quite well, so uh, very pleased with that one. It's, uh, it's one I'd like you to try. Come on in. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to offer you a voucher code, I'm going to pop that up below there, and that's going to give you um, 
should we say a pound off in the store because it is an expensive coffee uh, but I'd really love you to, to, to give it a try so it's going to give you a pound off and it's quite unique I don't actually think we've got any Guatemalans that are quite that sweet um, and with that spiciness in there Guatemalans tend to be kind of all about acidity and brightness and you know a little bit of thinness but this has got a really big body to it that I'm sure you'll like so I hope you'll try it um, thank you very much for joining us sorry for the rocking I think that's Sarah and Shay inside rocking sorry <laughs> Sarah says sorry. But listen, until next time, life is too short for bad boating.